Happy Wednesday, Unwoke Nation. We want to welcome you to episode 23 of The Unwoke Show, where free speech is welcome, all subjects are on the table, and your boys, Rich and Tim, always bringing the latest information every single week for your enjoyment, baby. I'm your co-host, Rich, along with my boy, Tim. How you doing, Tim? Good, Rich. How about you, man? Doing great, doing great. Hey, guys, we are so happy to have you on the show. So we've been seeing uh, people responding all around the world, and we want to thank each and every one of you guys for letting us know that you enjoy the show. And as always, we love to be able to get your feedback on other things going on or even, you know, guys, different topics where that you'd love to hear from us. So definitely, you know, reach us at feedback, feedback at unwokedeshow.com. Once again, that is feedback at unwokedeshow.com. We love you guys. We are out there for you. We definitely want to hear from you a little bit more all across the world. And we just thank you guys for being here tonight. So, so guys, um, today uh, we're actually going over... A situation, unfortunately, a very tragic situation um, that has happened uh, in a completely different country. But, you know, it kind of seems like it hits home here a little bit. You know, well, that's that's actually not true. It's not. Yeah, it, 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 it hits home a lot. Yeah. And um, uh, it's just such an unfortunate thing. Tim's going to actually update you on uh, this tragic event that just happened. So, so um a couple of weeks back, uh, this was all over Twitter, and what had, was being broadcast at the time was a uh, Venezuelan candidate, a Luis Manuel Diaz, uh, he was running for uh, president in Venezuela, and his claim to fame and what his platform was about was getting rid of the corruption within the Venezuelan government. And during that public event, he was shot mm. uh, twice in the head, actually. God. Um, they eventually found, I believe it was six uh, suspects, but they were all from the left. Wow. Right. Um, you know, the left just wasn't having, you know, any of this whatsoever. And it got me thinking um, about our own political system back home. And so, um, you know, after doing some research and um, trying to try formulate how I wanted to approach this subject, you know, and again tonight's subject is how the left has gone uh, bonkers, and I think the level of extreme uh, measures that were taken in Venezuela, I don't think it's that far off home back home here in the United States. Yeah, and so to kind of put things in perspective. Um, before Donald Trump ran for president, we had President Barack Obama. And, you know, in that eight-year stretch, uh, everything seemed, from the liberal perspective, to be very um, kumbaya, right? 
liberals were kind, decent people. They wanted to end wars. They wanted climate change. They wanted to fix the healthcare system, right? Mm-hmm. Then Donald Trump gets elected president and all hell breaks loose, right? Things turned angry. And when I mean angry, I'm talking real angry. Um, The same liberals who were once kumbaya, kind, honorable, now were negative and decisive. And so a few of those candidates, uh, Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris, and Elizabeth Warren, all did well during those elections by being just absolutely negative and divisive. Right? Yeah. Um, look at the attack on our freedom of speech today, right? Liberals for the longest time were like, hey, no, we support free speech. You should be able to speak your mind. Now they're wondering, now they're wanting to censor free, free speech on media. And Rich, this goes right into you getting kicked off of uh, Twitter or X or whatever it's called right now. Right. Right last week because you got into um, you know a discussion with somebody. Somebody didn't like what you had to say. I'm imagine that person reported you and you got kicked off. Right. Yeah. And then outside of them, probably just they've been watching me for for a while or whatever case may be and also and that's just was more of a shock yeah they were you know they were they were karens for sure oh for sure absolutely and so um you know those same individuals were once anti-war are now the same individuals who would risk nuclear war over ukraine Mm -hmm. right you know what i mean um and now you know these same people are taking whatever version they get from um, One America News or whatever their version of Fox News, right? Whatever their their truth is. And it, it, it's just... It, it's gone crazy. Yeah. Um, we are heading right into our own elections here in the United States, right? Um, we're seeing things such as toxic masculinity and toxic femininity, for example, right? Um, Boys are bullying each other now. Yeah. Right? Um, They beat each other up on the the playground. Um, You know, girls are starting to bully each other too, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the way we have kids nowadays, I mean, it's almost like, you know, I remember hearing a story. There was a huge story that happened in, um, uh, I, th- I think I remember it happened in Chicago. And also, it actually with the national news stories about these four or five girls invited this girl over that they did not like. Right. And I guess apparently what happened was they... Uh, they told the girl coming over and stuff like that, and they called, They came over, and this is pretty much when cell phones just was like for a phone to have a camera and that right. could do video right. was something like a luxury at this time. So I'm going to say this is probably what two thousand something like that or wherever it might have been. And so anyway, long story short, guys, 
uh, what happened was, I guess one of the people out there, the suspects, were ended up recording this video of them basically inviting this girl into the bedroom of one of theirs like that, and they're practically beating her up. I mean, it was a shocking thing. It, it had been something that no one had heard of before, that they, somebody would be that mean to lead somebody to their house. Right. And want to do that or so, but it seems like that has gone. What would you say, thirtyfold? Oh, it's because of yeah. like Twitter and Instagram and people. You know, everybody's got a phone now and stuff like that, and, and just doing this. I mean, we're seeing. I mean, people getting beat up and everything because obviously with all the uh, social uh, social justice stuff like that, it's like, oh, there's somebody white. I guess I'm just going to start beating them up. Right, and so and it's crazy. You know, we're going to talk about more of this in our uh, next episode, but this you know kind of dovetails into that. Boys are using physical means to attack other boys, and girls are attack attacking other girls' reputations. Mm-hmm. Right, and this is all being perpetrated or perpetuated, I should say. You know, by this notion of of aggression. Yeah. Of angst. Of mm-hmm. I you know, of not knowing how to accept a loss, for example. Right? Yeah. Yep. Um the sense of truth, whatever that is now, is gone right out the window. I agree. Right? And so and the left is just pushing this level of angst and anger and um, unhappiness all to you know to spread their agenda or whatever that is right yeah um, and it's crazy to think how this is happening Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden we're seeing this giant woke movement, right? And we've talked about what it means to be woke and what it means to be unwoke, and how wokes gaslight people. Yes, right. You know they, you know there's several, uh, I guess what they would call strategies on how to um, push that, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's kind of interesting. And what I'm talking about here is how do you turn ideas into realities? Um, You know, one strategy is you try to seize control of the government and impose your benevolent reforms on people by force. Yep. Um, Another strategy, you can make an honest moral pitch to the rest of the world. You tell people straight up why you're upset. You avoid violence and anger. You, You avoid underhanded tactics and you stand as a beacon of honor in a corrupt world who does that sound like oh gosh is that vicky is that uh, nikki haley right now for the republican party i you know yeah yeah it's it's like yeah you know you know it's like what you said it's like you know putting people's you know basically forcing people to think a certain way it's like and i don't care whether it's left right and different like that or so that's the issue that we're having you know so we're having this issue where it's like if you remotely speak out on something it's a major major issue and also i mean you were you were talking previously on the show 
Um, and I think we heard a little bit of the video earlier, and also the whole thing. I think it's Russell Brand, the yeah, actor. Yeah, it, it was. You know, he is obviously being attacked. Right. Um, his views are clearly unpo- uh, unpopular. There is this uh, unsubstantiated sexual assault allegation brought against him. Mm-hmm. Right. And then there's also um, he's been demonetized from YouTube. Yep. Right. Um, I mean, they don't waste any time on that stuff. No, they didn't. They did not at all. Um, you know, but think about, you know, think about that for a second, right? And then the last strategy is all about the use of underhanded tricks in order to falsely give yourself moral superiority, including rewriting history, spreading propaganda, lying, and slandering your enemies. Or in other words, you use reputational aggression. Who does that sound like? Reputational aggression. <laughs> I mean, I, I seem to remember we watched on the news um, a certain former president lose um, court uh, decisions left and right over a supposed uh, rigged election. Mm-hmm. And what were all those tactics? They were essentially trying to throw stuff on the wall to see if something could stick that just might turn the election results in another direction. Yeah, and I know, obviously, you know, that's still out there, you know, that people are discussing, you know, back and forth, where I know that's a really heated debate that people have. And also, uh, but, but yeah, that's just the point. It's like, how do we get people to think in a certain way? I mean, we, we have gone from this notion of beacons of honor, justice, and progress. You know, examples such as uh, Abraham Lincoln to Dr. King to FDR, right? Mm-hmm. As, as individuals who are, again, those beacons of justice and progress to the complete opposite. Right? Mm-hmm. Everything is fake news. Well, it's it's just people are just having a really hard time and this has been going on for um a couple years now where it's like people, you know, maybe forty years ago used to really trust, you know, the news and you knew that you know they had at least that you believed it was like that, you know, you had the people's interest in mind of make sure that you're reporting the news properly. And for whatever reason, it's like, you know, that's changed. Well, just look in, look at um, the destruction of people's reputations today. Yeah. Right. I, I think to me that is the biggest point that stands out mm-hmm. um, you know this isn't about a specific president this isn't about tactics um, tactics on winning this is just people talking about people and the way people talk to people today mm-hmm. how they talk to people about them you know white people are called racist like born racist. Yeah, born racist. Ridiculous. Um, 
this unfounded notion of white privilege, which we have talked about uh, previously. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Twitter or X or whatever you're calling the platform. I mean, you can look up, you know, anything related to white privilege, and you're going to see all sorts of just absolutely horrible acts of white people feeling guilty for their white privilege. And again, we talked about uh, white guilt before. Um, But just the flat out venom that people are talking about today. I mean, look at look at the House Speaker. You know, that's this whole Hunter Biden thing, right? Mm -hmm. And but let's be fair on the other side. Look at all these lawsuits that are just brought about by um, various portions of government against former President Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's crazy to think that we're this divisive, but again, this is a left agenda to cause all this kind of just flat-out craziness. And it's spread so far now that people have no fear of consequences. No. I mean, yeah, I mean that's and that is that's just one of those understatements of how many videos have you seen out there or news outlets that have reported mobs just walking into Gucci stores or Von Mar stores yes. or um, gas stations mm-hmm. or um, CVSs and just taking what they want with no fear. Yeah, because what happens is you have uh, you have a lot of left local and state governments that feel that okay, we're dealing with situations you know, so where we want to be on the, the right side of, of social justice or BLM or whatever case may, you know, might be in your particular town. And we figured that it's like, oh, if we just let them do what they want, rob the stores they want, going to maybe wealthier neighborhoods. Well, I've known their own their own neighborhoods, but just going in their own wealthy areas. And what if we don't arrest them? Maybe they'll think we're being quote inclusive. It's like, but what they're not considering is the people who are law abiding citizens who are trying to do the right thing, just raise their family, go to work, and everything like that. And they're being victimized. And then we have, you know, let's go one step further. We just found out two weeks ago about some lady who's a state congressman, I think, in Minnesota. Right. Who was talking about how, oh, you know, it's like we needed to fund the police and everything and da-da-da. Or to find out she got carjacked. Yeah, exactly. And I just saw today. Uh, Bass backwards much? Yeah, exactly. Um, someone's car was just stolen in broad daylight. There's no, no fear of, yeah. of the consequences whatsoever. And ultimately what's going to happen, and I posted this out there, and I firmly believe this, that individuals in these stores or retailers themselves, they're going to take justice in their own hands. Oh, absolutely. And can you blame them? No, not at all. Um, but all of a sudden, the left will jump all over that, and 
the victim won't be the person that, sh- that shot, right? It'll be everybody that's remotely associated with the individual and the individual that actually stopped the robbery will, be, will turn out to be uh, the individual that has their reputation just destroyed because they chose to stop a robbery or they didn't want their store to get robbed or anything. Or like they that. get fired. I mean, yeah. one lady where she was uh, videotaping, I think, or something like that. And I mean, that was crazy. You know, so because she didn't want the store to be robbed. It's like, you know, but that that's what's going on. And you're right. I think what it is is that people are now, stink, uh, now thinking that this is a norm. The police are either not around or they're not going to stop us. Or you have um, or you have mayors, and I'm just going to call it out because, like I said, I meant what I said before. It's like, you know, people didn't like what I was going to say before and found it defensive. Just wait. Here we go. You got mayors like uh, like Mayor Johnson in the city of Chicago. Yeah. Giving you know, giving these things, letting these kids who are 20, 18, 21, 24 out there tearing up downtown Chicago and say like, oh, we don't want to demonize them. They got an increase in carjackings going on in the city of Chicago, and the mayor and the city of Chicago is actually going to sue the car companies for. For basically, I guess, not making, making car... Making it easier to steal their yeah, cars? Yeah, making it easy to steal their cars. I mean, it's like, yeah, do you think that's what they sat around at the board of directors going like, hmm, how about, not only do we make, we want to make a classic car and everything like that, let's make sure that there's one that can get broken into and everything. Yeah, that, that'll work. That'll make profit, right? Exactly. Well, and but also look at the same mayor, right, who wants to create state-funded grocery stores. Like... Why, like, come here this much? Exactly. But you get this, you know, that example alone, you know, proves, I mean, just how crazy yeah, this is in this, in this whole, you know, left agenda and just how far left society has gone that people are void of the consequences. Yep. Um... There will there will be people who take justice into their own hands, mm-hmm. and I and I do not feel guilty. No, for that at all. Um, because they can't. Uh, because people can't rely on places of business or you know you know rental cops you know mall security, um, or even the own police. To protect them. Right. I mean, look at the shooting at the Greenwood Park Mall, for example. Hmm. Yeah. The one kid where they happened yeah. to have his gun on or where, so and that guy came in or where he must have let out, what, 15-something, 30 rounds, and the guy got him by, like, what, 50? He got pretty much, what, shot in the head by, shot the suspect in the head he by, hit, what, 15 he, feet? He hit, yeah, it was, uh, I think it was close to... I think the final distance is like 30 feet, but like 8 out of 10 shots hit the guy. Wow. I mean, hats off to that guy. Yeah. But I mean, you saved a lot of lives, man. But that's just how I I think society is that emotionally charged. Yeah. Um, I look at what happened in Michigan with uh, was it the Proud Boys group or another, you know, nut job group that wanted to kidnap the was it the mayor of Detroit 
Governor, Mi- Governor Michigan. Yeah, Governor. I mean, that kind of nonsense right there. Mm-hmm. See, and that... And the problem that I have is like with people is, and this is a problem too, and it goes with with the news. This goes exactly back to what I said before. Right. Unfortunately, we live in a media uh, a media world now that we try to pigeonhole everybody in the same category. So, in other words, if you have somebody who might be a conservative, they immediately think, "Oh, you must be a Nazi." Or you must be whatever whatever you have it or what you consider to be far left or something like that. Or oh, you're a Democrat and they're like that, so you must you must have you know over you know overweight and you know dyed hair and stuff like that. You can't do that to people, right? It's like you know you might have a different political view from somebody, but you can't sit there and say that okay, all of them are going to be like that. That's the whole point of prejudice, right? I mean, it's like, do you? Th- I mean, can we really look at this at all? We got two situations going on here. We basically are using, it's almost, you could say, like, it's reverse racism political-wise. In other words, that it's like, you know, uh, not in a race way, but it's more of a thing of, it's like, okay, you are a Republican, so therefore, you think this, this, and this, and I think you're just this horrible person like that, and I'm just going to go ahead and just pre- prejudge you. And that's supposed to be okay. Now, this is the same groups. These left groups were to sit there and say that we want to have equality. We want to have equality, but we think of you, somebody who opposed us on being on this particular side. And then they fit this particular list of people. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's equality? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. There's, there's That definition is being re- rewritten. So, and, so, and, and that's just a whole other thing where it's like, I mean, we're just about, uh, let's make words that make you feel nice and comfy and everything like you're petting a little white rabbit. It's like a word is a word. You don't change around inflation. Inflation has a definition. It is what it is. Right. You know, so it's like, yeah, you don't change around racism. It is what it is. And so, I mean, here's just a few examples of just how the left has just gone nuts. Uh, Scientists are always right about everything, and anyone who distrusts anything that comes out of a government office is a conspiracy theorist. Okay, so let's go with that. We sat there for over a year and a half and listened to the World Health Organization Tell us this, that, and the other, which is considered a global governing body. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. So based on the the statement that you just made, okay, this is the same group that sat there and finally came forward and said, yeah, you know some of those math stuff? Uh, that doesn't actually work as well. And I've seen the article. Right. That states that. Right. So we sat there and we believed them for all this time and for the world held them saying, okay, WHO, they know what they're doing. You know, and all these other stuff, only for them to turn around saying, like, yeah, it turns out that actually doesn't work. So the fact that there are people out there who already knew that certain things, scientists, by the way, who clearly stated the words like that certain things going to work, that person is a conspiracy theorist? Pretty much. Um, you'll like this one. This will be your favorite. Oh, I'm glad I'm sitting down for yep, this. Should I get exactly, my popcorn? Yep, Absolutely. Black Lives Matter protests of May 2020 were mostly people were mostly peaceful, even though they caused two billion of property damage. In fact, more people died in Black Lives Matter protests than in the January 6th attacks. Okay, 
I, I, we're just rolling today, aren't we? Yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> we're just rolling today. I told you you were going to like this one. Okay, so this is where I get a little bit upset, too. It's like because it's one thing of it's like the guy, the guy who committed a murder and somebody walks in as a witness and sees it. He's holding a knife. The dead body's at his feet. Are you talking about OJ? <laughs> We're going off the wall, but this is great. Okay, so. I mean, that, that, I mean that's. If the, that, if the glove don't fit, it, you must, you must quit. quit. Exactly. <laughs> so, but um, but it's like, yeah. But so anyway, the, the scenario is just that you see the person right there who has the knife. And you're like, nah, he didn't do it. No. But the DNA, the blood that's on the knife fits the DNA of the body right there. No, nah, that doesn't mean anything. Nope. So this is why yeah, this this it's is where huh, yeah it's fake news. So this is the reason why we still go back to that same live broadcast on CNN and also the, you know the Communist News Network. Exactly. So we go to CNN and we see this reporter wherever he was. I don't know if it was in Baltimore or something like that. And he sit up there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to. I'm, I'm sorry. This one. Uh, this one. Don Lemon. Was. Yeah. It, I, I don't know who it was. It was a black guy. But yeah. it's like I couldn't. So, but I, I'm sorry. I'm woke nation because I play. I replay in my head. And I have a hard time not laughing. And this guy sitting it's not up there. Van Jones, is it? No, no, no. He nor- uh, yeah, he normally was sitting in the desk or crying his head off yeah, and everything like that. The so. other notoriously angry black man. Exactly. When he wants to be angry, other times he's just. Just this poster child to to represent black community. Exactly, you know who always you know just thinks that you know oh we're black people and we got to be against this like Van you are making ten million dollars a year. Yeah. Who the fuck is suppressing you? Exactly. Come on now. Exactly. So so we're going so we're going to this guy and this guy's standing on live television with a banner at the bottom. The sister and says you know or and he actually said too it's like you know this is a pretty he says it's a for the moderator it's a peaceful protest. And there is a dumpster behind him on fire. <laughs> There's a dumpster behind him. I mean, we're not seeing people sitting on the ground holding hands singing Kumbaya and, and, and waving peace flags or anything like that. Oh, no, no. This ain't no circa 1963. All right. We're sitting up there watching this live right. in the dark with a dumpster behind him clearly on fire where you can probably get that's so big or you probably can get 30 people making some s'mores. And it's supposed to be a basically a peaceful protest, and they got all these idiots like your Don Lemons and what's that other guy would end up kick, getting kicked off and everything. So, um, um, Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo. Yeah. You know, just feeding the bullshit. And the thing is that you got the sheeple. Yeah, the sheeple. Yep. Out there. Yep. Going okay. I guess that seems like that's, that's a peaceful protest. And that's the thing about it. It's like, you know, the people who are in charge, and I'm, I'm going Russell Brand right now. <laughs> so, you know, so well, as, as, in, as in what he's saying about, you know, how there's a narrative out there. Yeah. That's the part I'm talking about. Yeah. There's a narrative out there. So, oh, absolutely. Because, because the whole point, we've talked about this on the show before, guys. You, you definitely have seen uh, previous episodes we talked about this. But it's been a situation where it's like, and I especially mean this for for us being Americans, right? So all you guys Americans, please listen to me. They think you're stupid. Oh, I don't disagree with that at all. They they think you are absolutely stupid. Right. As long as they got you focusing on watching the mass singer and 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 all these other dumb shows that uh, Tim is literally shaking his head as I'm saying this. And also why that show is popular, not to get off sidetrack, but why that show is popular, I, I no 
No clue. Excellent way to br- to burn brain cells. Yes. Okay. So, but the but the point being is that Americans and probably in other countries, whether Italy or something like that, they know as long as they keep you entertained and they give you just enough news that is repeated over and over and over again. Just like the situation we were going to talk about before. Right. You know, so we repeat situations over and over again. Right. They know you guys will believe it. And you will accept it because they know they think that you don't want to think. Just keep entertaining them. And we'll feed them whatever we want to feed them. Now, you see, they're not going to sit there and smorgasbord you. They're not going to do that. No, they'll spoon feed you what you want. You're it's, just like, yes, please, I'll take another. Exactly. Why buy the, Why run down the hill and get one cow where you can walk down and get them all? That's exactly. the way they look at you. Yep. Okay? So, it takes Americans, or people in general, because like, honestly, if you're listening to the Unwoke show, you're obviously a person that likes to use your own brain cells. You're a free thinker. That's why you listen to our show. That's why our that's when our first our first episode was one of the most popular episodes we had because we told the truth to say, like, look, we're here for you guys. We're here for those people who are independent, free thinkers that sit there and say, we're not going to believe all the bullshit they're trying to put down our throats. But we do want to listen to people who are willing to say it. Or we have new converts that, that have joined our show that have finally woken up. Thank you for uh, listening in, if we have those individuals. Um, so you're probably saying to yourself, Tim, how does this shooting of a political candidate tie into you know this whole far-left movement? And easy, because it was people on the far-left in Venezuela who eliminated a candidate who wanted to get rid of corruption in their own government. Yeah. They wanted to upset uh, the apple cart for the good of the country itself. Mm -hmm. And just because it happened in South America doesn't mean it can't happen here at home. And I think January 6th was that first taste of things. Um, look at if you want to use crime statistics or, or anything like that look at the uptick in shootings mm-hmm. everybody is solving an issue or their beef with a gun yeah yeah right I, I mean that is what is happening today or You've got a band director after a football game who gets tased three times because the band continues to play music after the game is over. Yeah, that actually happened. Whoa, that's a new one for me. That actually happened. Wait, so the band director kept playing music? So so after the high school football game, the, the band... I guess it's this tradition. It's something that they do. They continue to play after the game is over. But I guess this particular high school has this rule that you have to be over and done with right immediately right after the game. And so police uh, showed up and stuff, and they tased the band director three times. Are you? And this and this is a black man. This is a black uh, band director getting tased three times. Wow. That is crazy. Necessary? No. Like, or, what's wrong with people? Let's take that one step further. Um, 
you and I saw a uh, video on Twitter, I believe it was last week, of a wedding party getting unruly outside of a bar. Yeah. Yep. And you have so for context for people, um, and this just goes to just how nuts uh, society is. There was a group of individuals that were leaving a wedding. In fact, they were part of the wedding party and things were getting a little out of hand inside according to uh, reports. And so it takes it outside and the cop shows up and this is two officers and all hell breaks loose. Mm -hmm. And at one point, one of the cops gets assaulted is on the ground. You see one of the uh, females that it, that were a part of the wedding party walking up to this cock and kick to this cop and kicking him in the nuts. Mm. And then the video flashes to this girl just getting clocked. Yes. And ended up on the ground. She was knocked out. And cold. she was. And so there was a second video produced. Where they, uh, where a camera had caught it from, it must have been a light pole or something, maybe if it was like an intersection, or whatever. And the girl gets clocked by the cop because she went for the cop's gun. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, see, and that's a, and that is an example of how it's like people take a certain portion of that truth and also because see when right. I first saw the video all I saw was whoever was recording which seemed to be part of the wedding party was recording this entire thing and once that was posted out there they made it sound as if oh this cop was just you know being overly aggressive and all and I'll be honest with you guys seeing that at first I did come to that conclusion see I'm going to be real and truth with you guys when I first saw that I think myself, you know, and I remember showing it to Tim, and I'm like, man, it's like, you know, that's, I mean, that's police brutality. We, we both, yeah, we both thought that was excessive and the cops were screwed. But then when you get this um, other view of the whole thing. Yeah, we started, that. we did a little more digging to see what we could find, and yeah. then we found that. And when she went for the, the cop's gun, I was just like, well, that was just ball game at that point. Yep. And, and she got knocked out. Yes. Absolutely did. And, and that, you see, and the thing is that, that changed the story. Absolutely. And so, you know, these examples, these aren't just left examples at this point, right? Mm -hmm. You see the crazy that has been escalated by the by the left, right? Yeah. And now society has just lost their mind. And again, it gets back to my point that all these retail outlet um, thefts that are taking place, it's going to escalate to when the people who are doing or who are committing the crime are going to end up in a body bag. Yeah. And I think there are groups out there crazy enough that during our own uh, election season that something similar could happen. Yeah. I, I don't want it to. I hope it doesn't. But am I but is it out of the realm of possibility? 
Absolutely not. No, I don't think it is. I don't think it is at all. And I think I mentioned this before. You know, because now it's like, I mean, so yeah, this is, we're about to, uh, you know, we have October and all, we know pretty much, you know, it starts kind of revving up about, about uh, say 12, about 15 months before the actual national election here in America. And yeah, when people, we, so what we witnessed were in 2020 is that when people don't get their way, they act like six-year-olds. And they start tearing up stuff, and they thinking that that's going to make everything different, and they try to blame it on, well, that's okay, because, you know, their insurance company's going to pay it, and da-da-da. It's like, yeah, but you do realize where you are basically eliminating jobs from your neighborhood that you probably complain that nobody in corporate America wants to actually invest in. But you don't think about that. You just think about, hey, I'm getting free stuff, breaking into Best Buy. Exactly. You know? And so... That's where it's just like, you know, it just, it doesn't make any sense. But no, I agree with you, Tim. And, and like I said, and I've said that just kind of seeing, and as you and I just discussed, we're seeing the escalation of how easy it is for people just to go out there walking down the street where and just cold cock somebody. Yeah. Seeing people attacking, you know, uh, seniors and stuff like that. So we're seeing all that different stuff. That one person, as I mentioned on an episode before, that one person out there who is driving home with their family. Right. And it's going to be in a situation where they might come in the middle of protest, they go on their typical route, and people start attacking them. They've been sick and tired of this crap. All they want to do is just go about their lives, work their job, take care of their family, da-da-da. And that person, if they happen to have a concealed carry, and all of a sudden, they they just say enough's enough and say, that's it. Yep. All right? It's like, you know, that's that's the Christmas Atticus moment that, start, that starts the, the revolution, so to speak. Now, I'm not trying to claim anything, but I'm saying there's there's somebody in, in out there right now who is sick and tired of seeing this bullcrap happen, and these idiots out here who think that just by trying to in this particular case killing someone because you don't fit their narrative or what they want so like that and think that that's going to be okay or in our case we're having here in America that you're. You could just go ahead and just beat somebody up because they're wearing a red hat or they're wearing some blue shirt, you know, so with a donkey on it or whatever right. the case may be, and that's going to be okay. The enough's enough moment is coming, and I agree with you, and I think it's going to happen within the next 15 months. Right, and, you know, we're talking about the far left, you know, the far right, they're not excused from that. Absolutely not. Uh, no. Right? I mean, now they're, uh, you know, just for example, um, you know, ten years ago, they hated Andrew Tate. Mm-hmm. Now the far right loves him. Well, I mean, okay, I'm going to disagree with you on that. So, because this is an example of of how people are taking an individual, and they're I don't, and in my opinion, it's like I don't think that they are placing him correctly. And also, and I know it means him. We have kind of different yeah, opinion yeah. about it. So, but that's what I said. That's why we're, we're but, but so it's but, like you know, yeah, he's uh, he's the face in some capacity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, wait, stop. Explain a little bit more. What do you mean he's the face? The face of what? So at least viewers can understand a little bit more where we're so coming from of his um, of his stance on masculinity okay I would agree yeah that's where I was going go ahead yeah so um, which is what the right loves 
stuff like that. Okay. Right? And so... Um, I'm asking for a spectrum, I guess, is more where I'm going. Because he said for the right... Which I agree. His, yeah, his masculinity um, and how men should behave. I agree. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a certain level of arrogance to that as well. I, I would... Unless, you're, unless you call arrogance... Posturing... If you're gonna call, if you're gonna call arrogance confidence, overly confident, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, How to succeed in business, certain level of success. Yeah. Right. As a man. Yeah. As a man, those are all things that the right is gonna absolutely embrace Mm -hmm. and love. Being physically healthy, we've talked about that before. And so, and so again, you know, as someone who would be on the far right, they would see that and be like. Oh, that's how I'm supposed to be, or maybe the version of me. There are parts of what Andrew Tate represents, or what he believes, right, are things that I can take and incorporate to my own life to make my own life better. Right. So that's that's where I'm coming from in okay. that regard. But I think the bigger point is just waiting for that far right wave mm-hmm. to start coming. Well, now, then that's why I was asking for a spectrum aspect of it, because the way that I'm looking at this is that, uh, like what I said earlier in the show, I think there are people who can consider themselves comfortably being right, and there are people who are, are where some people might want to call being the extremist or where, and being kind of like that far right, but what I'm saying is that I feel... A lot of people who might not believe with right out the quote right ideology, not in not in correct. Right. That's a you know the right you know. So they try to put people who are, and that's kind of what I was saying. It's just that I think we t- we tend to put too much of the right with the far right, and I just don't think that's fair. And I and I think that when it comes with Andrew Tate, I think one of the biggest things that's coming on, and I know he's going through a court case and all this other stuff. But let's just talk about just at him as a social media person. I think what it is is that people who wish to see men and particularly boys become soft, he's opposing that. So and I, I would agree with that. That I makes think, sense. Yeah, I think he's he's opposing that. And I think what it is is that we're seeing all this other stuff going on with you, like I said, you know, um the feminist the the ultra feminist movement and all this other right. stuff. They don't like that there's a guy out there saying, like, no, you can be this type of man. And he's out there telling the truth. And I think this is that people don't like that. So I actually have a friend of where and I, I have a friend who her son, very, very smart kid. Right. And I've at no point have I ever even talked to him about it, but she came to me one time. And also we were, uh, we had an appointment and she was telling me that her son was just all about, well, yeah, you know, they're always talking about Andrew Tate and stuff like that. And, you know, he is like, he's just about trying to be man. It's like that. He's like 12, 13 years old. And it's kind of like, I'm like, where did he get that from? It's like, right. it's like, he's been paying attention, you know, of all the different things. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'm in school and I see how boys are and how, and how people talk about this, that, and the other social issues. Like, and I guess he's like, he's like, mom, that's stupid. And he's a pretty open kid. And also, but he seemed like she said, she came to me and told me, she's like, you've heard her Andrew Tim. I'm like, yeah, I've heard her before. And she's like, yeah, my son is thinking this, that, and the other. And I'm, I said, that's his, that's the guy's point. Right. Is he's trying to get boys to become men, not to be these small beta, beta male simps. Right. 
you know so so yeah but it, but i don't know that's that's my opinion on it yeah. you know so and but i think that's why it's been popular yeah but i think to the bigger point is more about um i think we're gonna see a far right wave i i would yeah coming um is andrew tate this the spokesperson for that no, no. not at all um, that's more of a, an example that was being thrown out there. Mm-hmm. But like I said, to the bigger point, it's definitely going to come. And it'll be interesting to see what that looks like mm-hmm. and where that takes us as a society. Does it take us down even a crazier road, which I can't even imagine at this point? Mm-hmm. Right. Or does it reverse things? I have no idea. See, that's the thing. It's like, you know, when you push people to, you know, I've, I coined the phrase where I said, beware of the cornered puppy. Right. You know, so a puppy might be cute and they're like that and all, but there's big dogs around and you push him up against, uh, into a corner and his tail hits that corner like that. He might piss on himself for a little bit, but eventually he's going to start kicking and crawling, you know, kicking and scratching and barking and stuff like that to fight for himself. And I think that people here in America who want to be able just to live in peace have their own values or whatever the case may be, be left alone and don't want stuff forced down their throats whether or, or forced onto their children or whatever the case may be. Eventually there has to be a time where it says enough's enough. Maybe we'll see that in the next, you know, 15 months. It's hard to tell. I agree with you. We don't know. Right. Obviously we don't want it to go too off the deep end. We will both agree on yeah, that. Yeah. But, we don't want extreme yeah, yeah, uh, but, behavior or actions. Of in, course. Any yeah. Stretch, yeah. But, show does not, does not condone that at all, but we are, honest enough to sit there and say we are seeing we're seeing a little bit of the writing on the wall and it's just not a matter it's just a matter of really what's going to happen and what direction that might go would that make more sense tim yeah like what's the final straw basically yes. absolutely yeah, right all right unwoke nation thank you so much for tuning in as always um we would love to get your perspective on tonight's show uh, you can reach us at feedback at unwokedtheshow.com. Again, that is feedback at unwokedtheshow.com. Rich, thank you so much as always, man. Great talking with you and looking always forward right. to our next episode. All right, guys. Unwoke, we definitely appreciate you being here and we will see you.